It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Hello, Catherine. <laughs> I'm here again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome to come more often. <laughs> Door, doors always open. You know, Catherine still knocks. She's very polite. Well, I knock and then say hello. Well, sometimes you know, if I'm upstairs getting ready, you could you can just come in. I mean, sometimes I do. If the I'm garage like, door, I'm here. <laughs> if the garage door is open, that is your invitation that we are ready for you to just barge in. Did you hear that? If That's the, your invitation. Not you, <laughs> you, because you've texted to say you're on the way. So then the garage door goes up. That's right. And that lets you come in that way because it's easier than trying to. I think get through the front door. Yeah, because yeah, just you come right in. I wouldn't the even know how to come through the front door at this point. Would you, well, if, if it's a thing, I can. if it's like a British thing, I can certainly make arrangements. <laughs> no, I'm good. You know, All right. It's great. Yeah. Well, uh, do check out our fabulous merchandise at our fabulous website. Frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store, mm-hmm. where you can find mugs and phone cases and pint glasses and beach towels and sweatshirts and all of the things. Mm. I just thought about uh, ventriloquists who drink while they're... Can you do it? No, I can't. Oh, okay. But I, I saw. Did you want to try for us? I saw a politician on TV the other day who's had so much, so many facelifts that it looks like they're a ventriloquist because their mouth doesn't move. Doesn't move. It's That's just, so it's, weird. It's right? just teeth. They're just talking like this. Talking about, oh, we're going to make things better in 2023. That's weird, isn't it? When we take over. <laughs> James and I were watching this terrible reality show that we don't tend to tell people that we watch, but we watch reruns of it, The Bachelorette. Because it's hilarious, and there was one. There's there, reruns. Why would there be a there's rerun? reruns? So like you, you can basically you can Google un- and see who who it is. I know. I'm always like, don't look it up. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. But we <laughs> so we'll watch like an old right. version, and there was one of the, the the guys on the most recent one who did that. He always he, just kind of talked like this. Oh, you know? oh wait, he, he was not. It, he he wasn't the bachelor. He was he was one of the the guys that the bachelorette was dating, and he was just like. Like, yeah. And he made it to the top four. And it's like, how can you be attracted to this guy who just, like, talks like this the whole time? <laughs> I've seen anyway. there's some people, successful politicians who have the same same thing going on. And I assumed it was due to, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of tightening. I think if you could were to be. be able to look behind the ears, you'd see a lot of... Uh, Twisting. Yeah, yeah, stuff back there. Yeah, could be. <laughs> well, anyway, so anyway. Not, we don't mean to bash anybody on The Bachelorette. From X number of years ago, they <laughs> yeah. did film one of those shows in Knoxville, didn't they? Or at least come for an episode. Oh, I think somebody, yeah, Maybe somebody was, was like from here. So they do the home visit. They, they okay. did the home visit here in Knoxville. Right. Yeah, I don't remember what season. I don't really pay yeah, that much. It should attention. be Protective Services that does the home visit from that show, in my opinion. But whatever. <laughs> so you, you do you steal a book from the library? Why is there it a library book? It does look like book? that. Well, you know what? One of our viewers, uh, my friend Nancy, um, not. Next door neighbor Nancy, but my librarian Nancy um, might be very upset that you've stolen this library book. I didn't steal it. What did you do? This was a gift <laughs> from somebody who stole it from the library. <laughs> from from James, who bought it on Amazon. Okay. Who? So Amazon stole it. So whoever sold it on Amazon stole it from the library. Or, well, I mean, in reality, libraries do get rid of they weed out their it says selections. Thrift, thrift books. And yeah, what they'll do is, but it's got like the Dewey Decimal number on it. I know it still does. Um, they'll they'll sell surplus books. Right. Yeah. So he got this on Amazon and he bought it as a Christmas present and wrapped it up and gave it to Sasha. Oh, here I am thinking, <laughs> gather around, kids. It's going to be story time with Aunt Catherine. But and what is this? It's called The Dog Who Sang at the Opera. And so... Can you get all the stickers off? Or they're sti- I tried. You know, um, I couldn't. But he thought this would be a really Tacoma fun gift. 
Tacoma Public Library. Okay. Yeah, he thought this would be a really fun gift for our dog. When? How?、Um, <laughs> so explain the right, explain the dog reading. Right. So I decided yesterday. James is out of town, and I thought, well, you know what? We have. I haven't looked at this book. Sasha hasn't looked at this book. Surprise! I'm shocked. <laughs> shocked. Yeah. Shocked that Sasha、um, didn't get all over that. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to read you a bedtime story. So I meaning Sasha. Meaning Sasha. Not me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I、oh, read it. It's, let's show this. No longer property of Tacoma Public Library. I think that's where、um, isn't that where Bing Crosby's from? I don't know. Or maybe no. Wait, Tacoma is close to Seattle. I'm thinking of the other side of、uh, Washington. Okay. So this is a great story, and the the main character, the the beautiful dog, is named Pasha. 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 So I'm like, pa- like Sasha. There's a dog named Pasha who sang at the opera at the Metropolitan Opera. I need to change your dog's name immediately. Right. Well, that's actually based off of a true story. Wait, this dog? They threw this dog's ashes into the opera? No. That's a callback to last episode. In case you missed it, they were doing a production of Manol in 19. Of what? Manol. Explain. See, now、Mathenay、you're saying it. Manol. Spell it. M A N O N. Oh, all right. I've seen that in writing so many times and never said it out loud. Thank、and you. you're welcome. And、uh, it was in 1997, and Renee Fleming was singing the lead role. I like and, Renee Fleming when she hosts those、uh, yeah backstage shows. Yeah, it's great. And so they thought like this would be a great opportunity during one of the cor- big chorus scenes to have dogs and jugglers and all of these things. Is it, is this part of the opera? I mean, there's this. Like like elephants and Aida, it's dogs and men all. Yeah, so, so there's the Metropolitan Opera right there. And and、uh, one of the dogs, Pasha, who was the the dog of I guess a coach who was there or something. Uh huh. Pasha, Sluggo, Sam, and Shirley gets on stage, and they have her in like pearls and everything. Oh, of course. And、uh, Renee Fleming comes out to sing her big aria. Look, Renee Fleming's in the book. This and. Uh, the dog Pasha starts singing. Oh, like during Renee Fleming's aria. It could be. There's so many worse things a dog could do during an aria. There really are. But the audience. That's, started, that's not good. It's not good. And the, and the audience started giggling. And there's this dog just like howling and having a wonderful time singing along with Renee Fleming in her main aria of the show. And、um, that's what this book is about. And it's really really funny. And on the front is that Florence Foster Jenkins? Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know who that is. That's a joke. Isn't there wasn't there a movie about Florence Foster there Jenkins? There is. Yeah. 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 But、well, that's great. So, so you read the book to your dog. I read the book to my dog, and I said, "Sasha, look, see, and now see, can, Sasha would be so well behaved." Can you put the, your dog into your next? What, your I really could. I mean, Copper Queen, you're going to be in it, so therefore you can be. Well, you know, she tried to. Sasha tried to get into Swarangelica,、um, <laughs> but Sasha's really well behaved when I'm practicing. <laughs> Wait, are you going to show? Are we going to show this picture? Yeah, when I'm practicing, Sasha is. Quiet and like she curls up and at my feet or like in the, in her little bed or and she just like goes to sleep. So you, this was a post the other day of yours on Instagram <laughs> where it was yes you're practicing for the week and they show you show the dog's idea of practicing which is curled down and sleeping right. But I, and me, I, that may I have questions about singing but show this first. Okay. So this、um, and if you want you can send me the picture I can make it full screen if you'd、I'll、like. Do it. But if you don't send it then. You zoom in, I guess. <laughs> I made I made this because when this I this is from your calendar. It's from my calendar. We've talked about this, and this one actually didn't make it into the calendar.、This、is that you、image. laying on the floor with、That's、your hand? That's me. Okay. This is our production of Swan Angelica from Marble City Opera at St. John's Cathedral. I I was there. Yeah, that's Ashley King. You、oh. know, this is the chorus up here.、Um, 
Lovely. This is me. Ashley sings at uh, my church now. She's yeah, great. Yeah, she's fantastic. And the reason I added Sasha into this photo is because when I was practicing Swore Angelica, I would get to the end where I'm dying and my angel Spoiler. child is coming towards yes. me. Okay. And Swore Angelica's like, oh, and she's doing like all these like, you know, yeah. cries, right? Well, I was practicing at 1 a.m. And, and Sasha was in one the room across the the living room basically yeah from where i was and she and i'm acting it out at home too obviously it's and a re- you're rehearsing. <laughs> I'm rehearsing i mean that's what one does yeah and i so i start to cry and I, I come down to my knees and sasha gets up and slowly walks towards me oh just like just like the little angel child oh she's she wouldn't sing while i was singing no but she if, would part- if you, but she would participate but she would eat you if you died and who else would be? I mean... Cats and dogs. That's what they do. No. They, Sorry. Are you just, serious? Oh, yeah. If I died, Sasha would just... Well, I mean, it depends how hungry. You should have to be... Wait, you, you know, it wouldn't be, be immediate. Well, they don't just like... A, they're not going to pounce on you. <laughs> but that's what happens if you leave a dead body and along a tough with the, the poor starving animals. They're going to like, oh, well, I guess we'll just eat this. Well, that is sad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I won't uh, get into the details of which parts the cats go for first and which parts the dogs go for first. You can save that for a Dr. Bass lecture some other time. But this Fantastic. is not a this is not a Dr. Bass episode. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I have another question then about your social media posts. Yes. You um, were had a array of all of these um, scores. You had mm-hmm. Copper Queen, and you had uh, La Boheme and Tosca so, and something else. And Norma. Okay, Norma. Yeah. These ones. This is basically your, your twenty twenty two repertoire. Yeah, but they were on, laying on top of a piano. Yeah, and you put. Do you sit there and, and play the piano while you're singing? How do you do that? You know, I, I thought you. I thought you told me that you didn't like. I to used do that. to. I used to. Um, but my my hand gets quite tired if I sit there and play for two hours while I'm sitting there singing. Uh-huh. Um, so I actually have recordings. It's called Opera Perfect Practice or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and they're recordings of. All of the songs. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I so can this is just, like when Jerry's in the chorus. They have it's like a track. They have practice track. Oh, oh, Mimi roll opera practice perfect. Well, I just wait. I don't get any of the other characters singing, so I have to just like listen oh. and know everybody's part. But okay. it really helps you like. Learn. All right. Well, we can kill. yeah, that's really helps you like learn the. The role and how, when you're supposed to come in um, without the other characters. And so. for Jerry, with the chorus CDs, sometimes there's a voice that comes on and gives direction on some versions of it. Sure. You know, it's like, all right, Sopranos, whatever, you know, and, and, and okay, fascinating. Practice yeah. tracks. Yeah. Oh, well, who knew? Opera practice perfect. I love in, it. In the improv world, uh, we have um, some instrumental songs by Laura Hall from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Okay. And you're supposed to just listen to them over and over again. And then when it, you do a show, you start the CD or MP3 or whatever and make up new words. But you, right. you've got the, the song-ish in your head. And she'll even say, all right, when there's 30 seconds left in the song, I'm going to go da-da-da. Make it obvious. This is your signal to wrap it up. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's nice. That's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Right. Get you a signal. You know who doesn't improvise at work? Steve with Steve's Tree Service. It's a That's good. precise science Absolutely. of cutting. With trained professionals. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about arborists the other day and, and how you know they're so careful and precise because there was a news story about some arborists in Maine who um, 
saved somebody who had a, an accident because they had been trained oh, in goodness. first aid. Yeah. These these arborists and uh, Steve and his crew. Of course, they've got all the licenses, bondage, secured. You know, all the whatever you would normally have. Um, when they're out there climbing in your yard, climbing up to the top of the tree, sawing off pieces and lowering them down with ropes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's also entertaining. So it is. Yeah, and th- oh, yeah. your trees and have a little entertainment. Um, when I looked, I've looked up some videos that Steve has posted online of sometimes spectacular videos. Like once they have a tree and they know they've got a clear shot, sometimes they will like the old way, know that they can fell this giant tree and have it land exactly where it's going to land. Do they yell timber? They, I don't know. Because that would be great. They should. Yes. Timber! I mean... Yeah. I don't know why great. they... I mean, I guess they could. I didn't think about it. I think just they'd for just, fun. I think they'd just yell, okay, here it goes. Uh, I'd have to... Whatever if I the, were trained to, to be a lumberjack, I think I would really have to call out timber. <laughs> well, I think they, there's probably a southern equivalent to timber. Okay. Y'all watch out. <laughs> Y'all watch out. <laughs> Heads up. Heads up. Here it comes. Look down below. Yeah. <laughs> Tree. <laughs> Good point. The, yeah, I, I don't know, but, but, but you can find out. You know, they get great ratings on Yelp and Google and all the services. Renee will come out and give you an estimate. That's Steve's wife. Um, you can call them at 865-257-6214. Uh, obviously, I'm a customer of Steve's because I'm, I'm so pleased with the work they did here. Uh, but it's fun, you know, when they're out and about. Steve will call me sometime and say, Hey, we're over here in such and such neighborhood. Can you hear the chainsaws? And I'll go oh, outside. Fun. And they're like a mile away. But I'm like, yeah, actually, I do hear them. That's great. That's great. I love that. So that is kind of fun. Uh, Steve's Tree Service. Uh, check him out and give him a call. <sighs> All right. So Sasha, the opera's dog. The opera dog. You know, she's keeping me entertained. It's always challenging when, when James mm-hmm. is out of town because he walks Sasha a lot. Three times a day, basically. Yeah. Oh, we don't have a backyard where she can just like run around by herself. Yeah. So, but she she gets tired on her little feet, and she doesn't like to walk. Like she'll walk a really far distance from the house, yeah. and then not want to get all the way back. And so, a lot of times we have to carry her. But I decided, you know what? I'm not carrying her anymore. Have you seen those other people with like? Yes, okay. I saw a video of some crazy person in New York or L.A. with a robotic control. They're walking along with their phone in this in this. This robot car with the dog is going behind them. So I've seen some people in our neighborhood who have these. No. And I was like, that's interesting. No. So I looked up. I did not get one of those. What I got was a backpack for your dog. A dog backpack. Yeah, it's basically. And, and wait, does the backpack go on the dog so the dog can carry things like a pack animal, like a dog should? No. Uh, no. You no, actually can oh, put no. your dog inside it. Like a baby. Like a baby. Like your dog was a baby. Like your dog was a baby. And you're going to show us this now. I totally did this this morning. Excuse the the no makeup, but Sasha in a bag. Do you want to show that on the show? That's up to you. Yeah. Because you got the no, the dog has no makeup, so please. (laughs) No, please excuse Sasha's poor dog. Makeupless dog. Yeah. I mean, isn't that great? (laughs) She just. She's content. And you're, and you're going outside, so you're all we bundled were, up. Well, we were outside already. So you're just back. Yeah, we were just back. So she, this is her getting I mean, in this. I, I'm in reminded. I'm reminded of my daughter and my grandchildren when she'll be schlepping around a baby here and another. You know. Yeah. Yeah. She just sat down, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put you in the bag. And the dog was okay with it. She was totally fine with it. She was like, this is yeah. great. I like okay. it. 
Yeah. Fantastic. Strange. Well, um, I have a couple things of show and tell myself. Okay, good. First of all, I have one of your earrings. <laughs> I don't um, know if that's an earring. Whatever this is. <laughs> follow your arrow wherever it points. And this... Um, got pretty much destroyed in the driveway, but it was pointed right back here to come do another podcast. <laughs> Is it yours? I think it might have been on my keychain. Yeah, wouldn't you remember? No. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> when I give it back, I'll save it for the next crazy person to come over and see if it's theirs. I mean... You want to just throw it away? Yeah, we can throw it away. I mean, unless you want to keep it. I'm just saying that I, this thing I found out in the driveway... Um, and it looked like it gotten run over and scuffed. It's probably mine, but well, either that or it belongs to the the guy who came and gave us an estimate for the siding or the, the insulation or one of those things. So could have been. All right. I think well. it was like one of those things, like in I don't know, like a dolly store or something. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's hard to tell. What else um, do you have? Oh, I have a question. How do you feel about mustard? Yeah, I like mustard. Like, do you like this kind of mustard? With I love this kind of mustard with all the. Is this like dot the ice cream dots? I hate Dippin' Dots. You hate Dippin' Dots? Well, how can you like this? Well... This this is the same thing. But Dippin' Dots, the problem with Dippin' Dots is that they are so cold that you can't taste them. They taste delicious. They taste like liquid nitrogen, (laughs) which is is paralyzing to your tongue. So, I mean, yes, you could melt the Dippin' Dots and have... Soup. When was the last time you had Dippin' Dots? I think maybe they've advanced the the way they make them since the last time you had some. Well, we certainly go to Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg enough to, like, we could have Dippin' Dots, but it seems like a waste when I could have perfectly good regular ice cream. Dippin' Dots are pretty good nowadays. They're not frozen like that. You can taste them. Like, yeah, they're pretty good. And if you like this, which I think you're telling me is mustard of the future. The reason, I'll explain why this is the mustard of the future. I found it in the back of the pantry. And um, it's got the like the whole grain mustard seed. And I have discovered that when I'm making uh, tuna salad, I like now to add some of this kind of mustard in with the mayonnaise okay. and give the tuna a little more zing. It's less yeah. bland and it's got a little more zing to it. But I found two of them back there, and I'm like, uh oh, I didn't. I bought one not knowing I had one. Okay. So I looked very carefully to try and figure out which one I should open, and realized this is the mustard of the future, because if you zoom in, as you'll see in this full-screen photo that I've prepared, you can see it says right on there, best by May 2122. This mustard is good for 100 years. 2122 at 458, to be precise. Yeah, that's when it expires. 100 years from now. <laughs> at 458. Yeah, but it doesn't years. say like AM or PM. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I don't know if that's on, like, military time or... Oh. And then what time zone are we talking about? Well... Questions. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> well, let's see. It's from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Okay. And Wisconsin's big into mustard. Uh, I think the, the International Mustard Museum is in Wisconsin. Um, tangy with a little horseradish zip. So what do you think? May 2122. I've got 100 years to use this mustard. That's good. I mean, I just assumed since it was like all these little seeds, you know, like the little Yeah. That's why we I mean either that, or I, I think the future. The odds of it expiring on May 21st, 2022 are slim. If I mean, maybe, but you might need to get to it if it's from May. That's a lot of mustard to eat by May. Uh, to play it safe, you think I should eat it 100 years before it expires? Yeah. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Also, you won't necessarily be around to enjoy it. In what is years. the shelf life of mustard? <laughs> we'll have to put it. Um, mustard, 
Let's see. Does mustard go bad? Oh, it's giving me all these. I don't know. I guess it, I have no idea. I didn't hear it. It's just a bunch of websites that I don't want to. Let click us on. know if you know if mustard expires. Well, now that you mention it, I'm thinking I've probably had this one in the pantry for a year, not knowing that I had it, and I probably bought it back in or 2020 or 20, you know. You think? Or earlier, and it probably does expire May 21st of this year. But I'm going to pretend it's good for 100 years. It's the mustard <laughs> of the future. Fantastic. Do you have any other, you know? Yeah, I want to hear about these uh, people who were thinking about moving to Knoxville. Oh, I told you about this from Facebook. Uh, there's a realtor named um, Julia Hurley. Have you ever met her? I haven't. Um, she, she, I guess, I don't know if she was in one of those fashion show things. Um, anyway, I've, I've met her at a couple of different things. And uh, she put on Facebook... You know, she's one of those people who says, oh, please like my real estate page and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So she put so on Facebook. So you're a good Facebook. friend and you did. Um, I liked it. You I liked mean, I wouldn't it. say I'm a good friend. I mean, I haven't seen her in a while. You're a good friend because somebody asked you to like their page and you said, yeah, I'm going to go like your page for you. Oh, I see where you're going with mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Because we have a thousand likes on the Frank and Friends show page, but combined, you and I have several Even thousand, several thousand more friends. So, so that would mean that more, most of our friends have not liked the page. That's right. So. And are probably not watching this video, so the heck with them. Well, share it with your friends and oh. ask them to like our okay. page as well. Thank yeah. you. That's good thinking, right. Catherine. Yeah. Um, so I, Julia posted this. Uh, she got a phone call from someone looking to leave California. Mm-hmm. And that's a hot trend right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't even get a U-Haul in California. It's a hot trend to move to, to Texas. Um, it's like the California trails yeah. again, but <laughs> Utah. People like to move to Texas, Utah. I mean, you know, just more spacious, less right. crowded. You know, any number of reasons why, depending on where you are in California, why you might want to bolt. You want to leave the tsunamis. You yeah, know, the some earthquakes. people, or some people want to trade that in for the hurricanes on the right. East Coast. But right. yeah. here's someone who's looking wisely to move to the beautiful mountains of East Tennessee, where we miss the snow. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it seems we, all we talk about is the weather because we don't actually have to deal with it that much. Exactly. Here's what they wrote. Uh, here's Julia wrote, phone call this weekend. Someone looking to move from California, they said, told her, I want 10 acres with a waterfall, a stream, and a swimming hole. <laughs> uh, did, uh, where do they think they're moving? <laughs> probably Great Smoky Mountains National Park. I think they're going to think they're going to live in the park. Great. With a waterfall, a stream, and a swimming hole, but they also I require an RV. You know. Yes, they also require five G Wi Fi for their work at home job. Cool. Also, I don't think we have that quite yet. No, I think that they need an RV, and they can just hook up their internet from their phone, and they can tether that to their computer. Okay. And then they can all right go live in an RV um, park. There must be government run water and sewers because government run is reliable. That's questionable. But <laughs> how, is okay. how, is a, how is a government-run sewer more reliable than your septic field? Right. I mean, yeah. if it's a septic field, it's entirely up to you to go turn the field and, and maintain it. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. And whereas the government, well, they came in, they, they went, they did blow up my sewers. Um, oh, nice. Uh, That's good. Last year. So that was something. You know, the first time in all the 20 years I've lived here, they came and blew out my sewers. <laughs> they opened up a manhole. And uh, went down in there and all right. okay. so flushed it all out. Okay. I guess I guess so maybe government run sewers are reliable. I don't know. Um, I would like no restrictions, <laughs> but need an HOA that doesn't allow flags. 
Okay, first of all, if you don't want restrictions, you do not want an HOA. I mean, right? Come on. <laughs> You've got an HOA. I've got an HOA. Like, they're all about restrictions. That's the whole purpose the whole of the purpose HOA. Of having is an HOA. To create restrictions. <laughs> this person is amazing. N- no flags. This person what, hates flags. He hates flags. Like, no flag. Like, just. I wonder of what all kind, kind. Like, I mean, can you have like a, a UT football flag? That's probably the because, kind. Of, that's probably what irritates them the most. Probably. I mean, if you can't, but because I'm thinking, the flag that would be most people would be irritated by are those ones like it's spring. <laughs> yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> you know, yeah, summertime. You know those yeah. ones that are yeah. not really flags. They're more like pennants. Yeah, they're more like you know just heraldry. Just like type. a random. Yeah. Yeah. Those those type of flags that you would get at, at Michael's or. Um, Totally. Hobby Lobby. Yeah, or, those are way more irritating. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, but it's also possible that they despise countries and they don't want to see Canada or our, my father used to fly an Irish flag on occasion. This mm. guy would hate that. I mean, I think he's going to have a hard time finding a place that they don't allow flags. Well, he does want rural land for his organic marijuana and mushroom. <laughs> My so, goodness. to recap, 10 oh, acres with a waterfall, a stream, and a swimming hole. <laughs> Government runs water and sewers. No flags allowed. Rural land for the organic marijuana and mushroom garden. Does but, he think he's moving to the Ozarks? But, within 10 minutes of a Starbucks, Starbucks, Starbucks Whole, Whole Foods, Foods, and Botox. has to be a joke this person cannot possibly i mean first of all like if you're gonna move to knoxville and and be near a whole foods like you have to be basically in the center of knoxville because there's only one three bedrooms three bathrooms and a hot spring oh a hot spring a saltwater pool because i can't do chemicals i can't do chemicals except for the ones that you're gonna like inject into your face right yeah and And they need a vegan restaurant in your backyard Oh, here's well, here's why they can't Vegan. move. Here's why they can't move. The last line gives it all away. I'm allergic to pollen, <laughs> <laughs> and there can't be any bugs on the property. <laughs> there can't be any bugs. Okay, so this person, this this can't be real. This cannot be real. There can't That's be anyone. Insane. How can you be that self-absorbed? To think that this property exists in the world anywhere. I mean, because you can't have a stream and a swimming hole and a waterfall without bugs. Of course you're going to have bugs. Right. And you can't have, you can't not have restrictions and have an HOA. Right. Because you can't have no restrictions and restrictions. Those contradict each other. And you can't be... 10 minutes from a Starbucks Whole Foods and a Botox treatment. At the same time that you're in the middle of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Have rural land. What do they think... I mean, can you imagine? And like, if you're allergic to pollen, do not move to Tennessee. We could tell them Turkey Creek. You know, they've got. <laughs> we still have spiders and bugs. I yeah, mean, I mean, it's we still don't want the country. The, I mean, the, the comments, the comments on the post on Facebook were, "Do not move here." Right. Under no circumstances should, should you, you move, move here. here. Yeah. And it really had nothing to do with their restrictions. It's like we don't want to live near you. <laughs> we yeah. don't want you living near that's, us. That's fair. Yeah. Because this person is out of their mind, crazy. Out of their mind. That is insane. Five G Wi Fi and a waterfall. I mean, what? What? I'm really glad you shared that. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you to uh, to Julia Hurley for uh, for posting that. Absolutely. I stole it from her her fantastic. Facebook, but I thought it was worth it. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you, Julia. 
Oh my gosh. Ah, anything short before we wrap it up? Well, because I can, I can, I probably always have something. I can try to pawn more, pawn more. I can try to force more stuff on you. Oh Most yeah, you have that, these 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 pint glasses. I think they're pint glasses. Are they? What are actually, they? my sister—they're from Canada Dry. My father, who has been dead almost forty years, sent away for these glasses. And this—I think we have more of them. Um, but I think now that I recall, it's possible. And we gave some to my son. So Frank Jr., if you have some of these. Are they are those two? Yeah, they're the same, yeah. I think I've got more up there, but mm. I don't know why my dad sent away for these, except that he probably was one of Canada Dry's top customers back Did in the day. Did he like Canada Dry? Um, he liked scotch and soda, <laughs> and my mother liked Ryan Ginger. So <laughs> They used the Canada Dry then, huh? Yeah, so yeah. that's we always had, uh, had soda in the mixers in the house. Nice. But you don't need them, do you? No. I don't sure? have any room for them. Oh, after the pint glasses that we got at the cider place, or not pint? Those weren't pints. Those, pint. those not were pints, but they're yeah. I don't mini have... pilsners. Yeah, those were nice. My shelves, my cabinets are not that big, and they're getting full. All right, well then I'll just have to save <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. I appreciate next it. person who comes over. No, they're can... vintage, so somebody might really. Yeah, I mean, them. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, I, no offense to my sister who sent them to me because they were trying to get rid of them from my mother's house, and now I, it's up to me to pass them on to someone and I thought I would try you <laughs> thank you <laughs> I mean I have to think about it maybe there's a show coming up from Marble City Opera that needs needs, can, needs 1970s Canada dry glasses you know Probably you might be able not. to pawn them off on James how does that help you it doesn't help me they wouldn't and they wouldn't come to my house they would, they would go over to the, the university the opera yeah for the opera potentially oh I don't know <laughs> Sure, okay. If you need Canada Dry, glass, vintage glasses. glassware <laughs> for one break. of your operas. <laughs> it's always great to put glass on stage with opera singers. No, it's a terrible idea. Especially with me, because I like to break things. Do you? Accidentally. Yes, I have a history of breaking props in rehearsal. <laughs> Somebody's like, I, and actually now, when a director says to me, I want you to throw this across the room, or I want you to throw this down, or like you're upset about this, and you're, I'm like, okay. I will do it in performance, but we should have several backup because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not a good idea to ask me to throw something. It'll break. Okay. <laughs> All right, coming up, an episode where we ask Catherine to throw things. <laughs> Why don't you uh, throw it to Audible for the, for the commercial? Yeah, well, if you love our podcast, which we know you do, please check us out on yeah, Audible li- Trial. If, if you're still listening after a <laughs> half an hour, you definitely love it. <laughs> well, check us out on audibletrial.com backslash Frank and Friends Show. Where you can download uh, titles during that tr- free trial period. You get a 30-day free trial and uh, a credit to download and keep something while you're listening to the stream. But you want to download something and save it, definitely take advantage of that. And then they fully anticipate that you're going to love it so much that you'll stick around as an audible customer for time and time again and the the stories that you're listening to whether they're audiobooks or custom in you know, audio entertainment made just for audible uh, they'll synchronize across your devices yeah. so you just log into audible and all the things you know obviously amazon echo it works perfectly with that um, but if you have the app the audible app and you want to listen while you're walking while you're driving that's great I think you can access everywhere. I think it works on um, the computer, you know, re- yeah. regular desktops and uh, Kindles. I think. Oh, nice! I think, I think newer Kindles have speakers or headphones in them. Oh, maybe. that's nice! I didn't know that. I think that's so. Great. I don't know. Well, you have to source me on that. But <laughs> check it out and let us know. 
<laughs> All right, so audibletrial.com slash show. Well, good job, Freddie. Thanks for spending time. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure. And um, Mo says hi. Hi, Mo. From last episode. <laughs> hi, I'm still sad about Mo. Well, we all are. Yeah. He was the, the dead tortoise. That uh, if, you want, if you missed it, um, you might want to go back uh, to the episode. He's, he's very cute. Before this one. Yeah. All right. Is this number 20? Is this episode 20? I think it is. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for watching, liking, sharing, subscribing, and notifying, notifying yourself when we post a new episode. I actually notified, my, notified myself today. Notified? No, I think I'm the one who sent you the text to notify you. You did, but I signed up. I smashed the button, and I signed up. You got up. a notification? I got a notification this morning. Hot dog. Yep, absolutely. All right, that makes me happy. Um, this is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Franey. And we'll talk to you again next time.